The At The Core podcast is brought to you by CompuB in the community. See CompuB.com to learn more. Okay, so boys, remember we were doing all about Antarctica? And what we're going to do now is work a little bit more on Antarctica and we're going to take out the iPads and we're going to work on our book creator and our own story on our own take on Antarctica. Clear? Good boys. So, iPad people, walk quietly and take your iPad baskets out. Think back to your days in school. There probably were baskets back then, but iPads? Well, that would have been the stuff of science fiction. This is the second class at Bishop Murphy Primary School in Fermoy, County Cork, where every student has an iPad. But what impact does that have on their education? Does it help them or does it hinder the classroom? We went to find out. My name is James O'Donoghue and I'm the principal at Bishop Murphy Memorial School in Fermoy. James, when did you have the idea that you were going to have an iPad for every child in this school? Well, I suppose, Jonathan, I would have always, it would have always been something that I would have thought of. It would have been a pipe dream in many regards because I suppose to bring something like this to fruition, you were going to have to have finances. What happened was a, a philanthropist um, who's known to me, spoke to me, wanted to remain anonymous and wanted to help the school in terms of what we were doing. Um, liked what we were doing in the school in terms of, I suppose, the equality of opportunity we were providing for every child. And asked me to come up with a pro- project, an idea in which that person could support. To people who aren't familiar with Bishop Murphy School here in Fermoy, it's a pretty old building, I'm guessing. How, how long has it been operating yeah. as a school? Since 1904. And that's the irony of it, I suppose. You've got such a traditional building in, in um, I suppose, a well-regarded educational institution. And you're marrying that tradition with modern technology and modern techniques of, of teaching and learning. So even before you got a single iPad working in the classroom, you had to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah, you yeah. had the budget for the iPads, but yeah. you're going to have to get other technology into the classroom. So did you did you rewire the entire place? Yeah, the, I had to rewire the whole school. You know, the board of management had to make a big commitment in terms of how, how we were going to prepare for this. And actually, before we got a single iPad in, there was a, a process uh, for six, eight, nine months um, where we had to, uh, it was a proper procurement process really, where we had to do research, in ter- firstly, in ter- the type of tablet that we'd use, and secondly, how were we going to create capacity within the school to cater for 120 plus iPads. So after doing some research, the, the first uh, area I looked at was um, the wireless network and broadband, because without having um, that kind of capacity, this would just wouldn't work. Tell me about the decision to go with the iPads, because uh, as the old saying goes, other products were available. Uh, yeah. Why did you settle on the iPad in the end? After doing research, um, it was the amount of educational apps that were on offer that really um, swayed me. Uh, the reliability of the device, um, the hardware. We have a vision over seven or eight years here in terms of how this project is going to ensue. And we wanted a, a device that was going to last time, really, that, that period of time, and that was going to be reliable. And that had um, a lot of, you know, very good apps that could be used in the classroom, really. You have the standard iPad that the kids have 
in the classroom in front of us here. Now, the first thing I noticed is it's in a fairly sturdy cover, I'm yes. guessing. So that yeah. is, what, what, is that important? Oh, oh, unbelievably important. This is a, a survivor case. You'd need a survivor for, yeah. for kids at this age. I, I, what I was told in advance is that this was actually tested with army trucks and vans had been run over it. It so should be okay for a 10-year-old. I, I said to myself, yeah, this should, do, this should work here in the school. When you open it up, then, you've got the fairly standard opening page. But tell me about the apps that you have installed then that all the kids can access. Yeah, well, I suppose what they're using at the moment, really, um, is Book Creator um, would be our number one app. And followed by Minecraft in terms of the frequency of use in the day. Now, they're used incidentally. They're there to support learning. So, you know, any app can be used in any given moment, depending on, you know, what the teacher requires. But the two apps that took off, like Wildfire, were uh, Book Creator and um, Minecraft. So what does Book Creator involve? Well, basically, if you remember on um, the old Microsoft package uh, PowerPoint where children go off into their computer lab and away from the, the classroom setting and create projects on PowerPoint and display them. This is a more intuitive, easier version of that. The same basic concept where the kids are creating their own content. They're creating their own um, knowledge, their own information. So, for instance, um, if they're doing a project, in, in this case, in ancient Egypt, they can um, add uh, text, they can add um, speech, they can add uh, video clips, to enhance the learning. And, and they, they're really accessing through the internet information, um, obviously that the teacher would um, put them on the right path with that. And, and do, they, do they use Safari then to go looking? or oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah, they use Safari to go researching. But as you can see, the, the, the example I'm showing you here, like there's text. Uh, it's very visually attractive. Yeah, his, his golden coffin was buried in a tomb in the Valley of the Kings. He was surrounded by thousands of treasures and a picture then of the Valley of the Kings. Exactly. So you can see how the kids get sucked into that. Then yeah. it's, it's more of a yeah. living history exactly. than, than a written word. Yeah. And like what I find what Book Creator does is it's the motivation for learning. The, mo the minute you mention that they can get uh, um, my, our Book Creator out and they can use it to, to um, create projects... They're just so stimulated and they're so motivated. Whereas maybe traditionally in the past, if you were to do the same type of project with a scrapbook and, you know, the pen and the paper, they, they may not have been so enthused. Um, it's called Antarctica and there's a picture of a lady with a whale, with a, a orca. Good boy. Yeah, you found the orca. Where'd you get that picture? Um, I got it up on Safari. Well done. And then you screenshotted it on, did you? Mm -hmm. Good boy. Okay. And what facts did you get about Antarctica? Antarctica is the coldest continent in the world. Good boy. Scientists are studying Antarctica. And did you find out, do they live there? Yes, they do not. They don't for full time? Do they not? Okay, who's this guy now? Who's Roald, Roald Amundsen? Um, um, he was this guy who was the first man to reach the South Pole. Well done. Did he have to race there? Mm -hmm. Do you remember who he raced? He raced Scott. Well done, Captain uh, Scott. Sc Captain Scott and... And where was Amundsen from? Do you remember? Um, he was from Norway. Oh, well done. My name is Rachel Ahern and I'm a teacher here in Bishop Murphy Memorial School in Formoy. Rachel, we've just been in with the kids there and they got the iPads out. Now a big smile came across 25 faces when they took the iPads out. What is it like to be a teacher with that kind of tech in the classroom? 
Well, I must say it certainly made my life a lot easier um, inside having the iPads because, well, it's a great carrot, number one. We all know that every child in the country is just loving screens at the moment. And so it's fantastic for them because you have that at the end of the day kind of a thing that, uh, you know, you've done your work now, boys, so we're going to get... Um, we're going to get our Minecraft or we're going to get our book creator and we're going to enhance uh, what we've learned already today. So it's a treat really. They see it as a reward at the end of the day. But it is educational as well. And we heard the little interaction about the Antarctic and how they can go on their own journey of exploration, which very much mimicked the book they were writing. Exactly. Yeah. See, what happens is we still go with the normal old fashioned way of teaching. And I teach them, we'll say, for example, at the moment in SESE, we're doing Antarctica. So we learn everything about Antarctica as much as we can from me and from um, our interactive whiteboards. And then what they do is they get a chance then to extend that, you know, the way you have to um, differentiate in the classroom. And some kids would know a little bit more about Antarctica than others. So the iPads are fabulous for that because we do an app, then we use an app such as Book Creator. And what they do then is they go and they research more facts on maybe something that they had an interest in, maybe Tom Crean or someone else might be interested in an orca or whatever. They go and they find out something. It just makes them so much more stimulated. They're so much more motivated. They go and they find their facts. I give them the websites to use. They find their kids, you know, facts and uh, they put their picture on. They're so proud of their book. And then we um, attach it up then to our Apple uh, TV and we show it to the whole class then and it just really gives them such a great self-esteem and uh, you know pride in their work. I have to ask a question Minecraft in my house is a game yet Minecraft here is on all of those iPads how do you make the two of them fit? Well, you see, as we all know as well, we have uh, an occasional row between children in schools uh, from time to time. And what I find is Minecraft is absolutely fabulous to enhance their creativity, to get them working together. They can take on this guy. I don't, you know, I don't know an awful lot about Minecraft myself, but I do know kids love it. They can work together. They um, can do problem solving. They actually do maths inside it because a Minecraft day apparently is 10 minutes, whereas uh, they have to know then they have to prepare for nightfall, get their survival mode on. And, you know, um, it's, it's actually very educational, you know. So we don't actually... Uh, think that we think you know that uh, oh this is only a game but it's fabulous because it uh, complements their reading their writing their maths um, it really does work in a kind of nice discreet way they don't even realize they're learning this is the at the core podcast where we take a look at how ios is being used in different ways by different people and it's all with thanks to CompuB for all things apple in ireland and the united kingdom for more, you can visit CompuB.com. So far on this episode, we've heard a lot from the adults, but what about the end users in this educational experiment? What do they make of it? My name is Indio Fitzgerald. Hello, my name is Bartos Vorbrak. Indio, what do you use your iPad for in the class? Um, we use it for Book Creator and Minecraft and Hit the Button. My favourite app is Hit the Button. And what does hit the button do? Hit the button does like, there's like different um, activities of it. There's like doubles and number bonds and it very helps you for your tables and your mental maths. And do you think it's pretty cool that you have an iPad in class? Yes, it, I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's really cool and it helps us learn more. Uh, Indio, can I ask you one more question? Do you know the way that other schools don't have iPads? Yes. What do you make of that? Um, 
I think it's very unfair. Everybody should have this type of thing in their classroom, should they? Yes. Let's talk about the important element of all of this, which is keeping kids safe. And, you know, you mentioned the fact that they can go online. They all have an iPad in their hands. How do you prevent them from straying into the darker corners of of the web that that they could either stumble onto or actively go looking for? Yeah, no, that's a great question. um, I've got a mobile device management system. Um, called Meraki that I use in the school so basically every uh, iPad is connected um, through Meraki and I have access to each iPad and I have controls over it so in terms of um, the purchasing of apps I can do it through that I purchase licenses uh, in the context of Minecraft I can push them out on a class basis so I rotate it so it, there's a money saving element there so you don't have to be buying 120 license you can buy a class 30 and, and rotate the, the app around the school in terms of the safety question if there's any child who is misusing their iPad we have an acceptable use policy that parents and the children sign up to a student pledge in terms of using them correctly I can turn off Safari can shut off that, that capability the app store is always sh- shut off and I can turn off um, the camera and the, uh, the, the use of the camera and the microphone as well. We're exploring at the moment an app called ZuluDisk, which will give the teacher a complete control over the apps, or the iPads inside in the class. So he or she would have an image on her iPad of what the other students, the 30 students in her class would be doing. It's effectively the same as looking over their shoulder. Exactly. Right in her hand, she'd be able to do that, yeah, yeah. This was a grand experiment in many ways, that you had the vision to say, let's, let's get a tablet and let's give all the students this extra learning aid. Mm-hmm. And there was probably a few eyebrows raised, people wondering, is this a good idea? Yeah. Is this how it's going to go? As an experiment now, I know you're still at a very early point. Mm-hmm. Is it working? Yes, I would say it is. Yeah, And I would say in terms of, the mo- like I said previously, the motivation towards learning. That's, that's what I'm seeing. The kids are so motivated towards their learning. Um, I, I did a project with them um, yesterday. I was inside in the class on, for my, in the 1960s. And we had a documentary RT produced from 1964. And that led to a lot of questions. The children even noticed a builder on the site who wasn't wearing a safety hat. And it, suddenly a boy made a connection with the Rockefeller Center in New York and that iconic photo where they're up and up high in the iron girders. And what the boys were able to do from that point, just from that little anecdote, is they were able to get their iPads and then they were able to discover about safety in, in construction. And you had the capacity with the iPad to, I suppose, facilitate that learning, you know, to make it meaningful in, the, in, in, what, in their own construction of knowledge, really. Like, you know, so I find it's, it's been a huge advantage. Like in the past, you couldn't do that, you know. And I think the old model of having a computer lab was fantastic but what you have with the iPad is it's immersed in their own learning you know it's there accessible throughout the day and the children can use it and the teachers can use it discerningly for their own learning but um, obviously there there's still challenges ahead uh, for us um, many of them would include um, I suppose when you have a turnover of staff you know you're you feel like you're um, supporting teachers from um, I suppose point one in the scale again um, Teachers originally might have found this device, you know, threatening, as in, you know, I've got this sophisticated device on my hand, but how am I going to use this to the um, best of the children's, uh, for their learning? 
and how we how we got around that was you know we had a lot of training a lot of CPD it was vital we had um, tutors come in from Apple and uh, and other institution uh, ITs to to support us basically in um, upskilling to learning about the device so we could then um, use them in the classroom so bottom line it makes a difference oh it makes a difference yeah oh, t- totally 100% yeah in their motivation in their learning yeah totally 100% Thanks to the teachers and pupils at Bishop Murphy Primary School in Fermoy County Cork for being so welcoming. It really was amazing to see such an old building being transformed with such modern technology. In a later podcast, we'll hear how that same technology is being used differently at second level. At the Core is brought to you with thanks to CompuB in the community. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes and we'll catch you on the next one.